You are listening to a Strange and Beautiful Network Classics Collection episode. This episode was originally released under our parent podcast, Strange and Beautiful Book Club. talking about crown of midnight yeah and hi I i'm rachel Sorry. this is rachel this is the second one so hi i'm rachel this is hannah and this is kate <laughs> right and we're doing the super fan edition now we're gonna open crown it up of midnight. we're gonna talk about the wider mj mj nope Mm-mm. the wider sarah SJM. mass s yeah sarah janet mass yeah and her universe and we're talking about throne of glass the second book um rachel Loves it. It's her favorite book she's ever read. <laughs> and um, it is also one of mine. Mm. And um, we're going to really talk about how this book shows up in the, the series. Um, we definitely get, you know, little peeks at characters that are going to be our favorites. We get Lysandra mentioned one time. And I think she says she walks into a party and she's like, I hope Lysandra's not there because I will really kill her if I saw her. Yeah, literally, that's what she says. Lysandra ends up being one of my favorite characters. Yeah, she's amazing. So cool. Um, we get Baba Yellow Legs, the exposition queen. She is our knowledgeable character, as we are all dummies. Mm-hmm. So she gets to tell us about the Vogue, which is a huge hint for our big bad. Um, we get a little bit. We get our introduction to witches. Yes, which is huge. Because you know who's coming. Manon, Manon. <laughs> Make a say. Oh, sorry. It's a um, lot resting on her shoulders right now because you keep telling me she's going to save the series for me. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to read her and be like, meh. <laughs> you don't know. You know, what I really, you know what I couldn't get past with Manon? That's what she's going to do. I just really couldn't get past her you know love of scaled creatures. <laughs> Why just, would she choose the smallest wyvern? That yeah. is not real. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense to me. I feel like Sarah J. Mass just like threw that in there one day. She was shitting on the toilet. <laughs> I guarantee you that's where she comes up with half her ideas. <laughs> She's like, oh, here we go today. Oh, uh, Sarah J. Mass news, by the way. We got the date for Yay! Crescent City 3. So this will be... On Rachel, after we do, oh, I'm yelling. Sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> really okay. exciting. All right, let me go into my bedtime voice, my bedroom voice. You can do this. Um, we got some news on the third installment of Crescent City coming out January 30th, the last week of January in 2024. 2024. So we won't. We are less than one year away. One year away. And we. That means that once we finish our eight, our sixteen-week series of Corona Just Blast, in time. Um, actually, doesn't 
Um, I think it just about, and it depends on how long it takes us to do all the Throne of Glass books. Well, we're there's a couple books we have to do. We're going to pause and do the sequel to, you should read, have you read, um, what's our book? Serpent and the Wings of Night. By? Carissa Broadbent. Yes. <laughs> Crushed it. Um, is have that you read the that first yet? book? Yes. Have you read yeah. it? No. It's Fabulous. Kindle Unlimited. Start it tonight. It's fantastic. Yeah. What about all the other books I'm reading right now? No. Put them down. Do not DNF. <laughs> you know them. everything I got mad about about Throne of Glass? Yeah, it doesn't do any of that stuff. Oh, it's really good. And there's people Hannah, with it's men with really wings. Good. Yeah. So I'm gonna need you to pause the other stuff and, and read it so that when we that second the second one's popping out like soon soon. Okay. So it's like a fantasy romance. Can she come? Can yeah. she come play that yeah. night? That's fine. Thanks. You can Mom. come play. I saw you put podcaster on your like Instagram. Who am I? And it was like, I'm a dog mom. I'm a podcaster. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I'm a hobbyist podcaster. Hobbyist. Hobbycast. I'm a hobbycast. Well, yeah, that makes you look like that. People will be like, what? And you're yeah. like, yeah, it's it's fine. There's a pod lab. My friend Rachel owns a pod yeah, lab. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, my uh, friend Rachel, the producer. Oh. <laughs> Don't give me too much credit. <laughs> Who uh, really I struggled with the first praying. two books? I don't, I'm not, keep really meditating, really manifesting that your podcast network blows up and I can just be a salaried employee for you <laughs> at can some I point. Can just do that for a living, please? Yes. Please um, continue well, to manifest. 120 followers on Instagram now. That's fucking so. wild. Just going to put that It's 120% more than where you started. those last two were me and my mom. <laughs> Yeah. I don't need to know that. I think that. like four of them are friends of mine. It's fine. That's okay. That's how you get followers. Yeah, exactly. I know. It's fine. Yeah. I'm going to start going out into public just to get more followers, listeners. Mm. I, I made I put some t-shirts up on T Public, but it, I just was like, you have to put a t-shirt up because I'm trying to make myself get merch up. So it's just the Strange and Beautiful it's, logo. And it's a really pretty logo. No, I'm gonna, one. I, I want to get us some sweatshirts made. Maybe a lab, a scientific lab coat that's more like terry, for the pod lab, like terry cloth, more like a robe. So more of a sweater, Ooh. really. Yeah, like a, lab a coat. sweater. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I'm gonna some it's throw a, blankets. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a lab coat. It's a lab coat. <laughs> but it's a really made comfy out of one. silk with a wrap Kimono, but, it, but it'll have a pocket protector. Oh, oh, oh! That makes it a lab coat. It does. Yeah, just a fancy it's a lab, lab coat. coat, but but down. Yeah, yeah. It's a down lab coat. Oh, God. oh wait, what do they call sweaters in England? Jumpers. 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 Yeah. I'm gonna get us some jumpers. A jumper. A jumper. Oh, I was saying. Oh, never mind. Um, so. We've got another book coming out, so we'll read Crescent City towards the end of the year. We got to give Rachel some breaks. Let Rachel pick some books. Yeah, she'll need a mass break. She'll need a big mass break because I think that once we get, you know, <laughs> Kingdom of Ash, which is our final, it it does a lot. It does a lot like Wings and Ruin does. A I lot. would really, ex- I would expect it to. It does a lot. Yeah, and um, <laughs> like it better <laughs> well if her other if a court of thorns and roses is any indication mm-hmm. the the last book will all be like a series of endings that you oh, thought was the end you, but you thought that's why when we get to the first crescent city See, 
Each there, Crescent City book is like that. Like oh. there's a huge explosion in every single book. Like uh, it is the yeah. So Wings of Ruin has sixteen endings. No, 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 eight re- endings. Crescent City has sixteen endings. Like it is like one long adventure. Huge reveal after huge reveal, reveal after mm. huge reveal, which I love. I love it. It's My. A lot. Favorite part of any Sarah J. Mass book is at the end of the first Crescent City. La Haba forever. La Haba forever. <laughs> La Haba. This is my girl. I just started a new TikTok. I haven't done anything, but it's called La Haba's Library. Aww. And it'll be a mass verse. But I got to come up with my own content, which is really hard because there's a lot of really talented and creative people out there. And you I just get, do your own thing. But I get caught. But I can't be tr- a trendsetter like you. I just. <laughs> If, if, if I the internet the, has taught me anything, it is that I am not original. Yeah, me too. I, everything that I think that I think of, someone else already thought of. even thought of ten hundred times before. And yes. so relax and enjoy yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um. So here we are, Crown of Midnight. Hey, why is the book called Crown of Midnight? <laughs> don't look at me. I don't know either. <laughs> You know, I don't know either, and I literally bought a um, because there's no crown a subscription to a um, like Spark Notes. I love the like lo- the small pause of shame, and then look down like <sighs> I, I <bought>. think <laughs> so. She does stuff at midnight. No, she's like the dark queen. She's like the king's. We Champion find out or crown of darkness or whatever. I yeah, but like, where the fuck though? Like, that's what I mean. Like, where is the midnight? Well, you know, there's like a there's a fantasy novel title um, genre convention. There's thing. a titling convention. Yeah, and yeah. and you have to have blood or ash in it, or or <laughs> crown, crown or court, or a blank of blank and blank flower name. A court of thorns and lilies. Uh, a place, uh, a castle of wings and fire. Yeah, yeah. you also you have, have to, to have the swirly letters mm-hmm. that are hard to read so yeah. that you can't remember the so book title. So it could just be, yes. you know, from the generator. You know, she pushed the the <laughs> the title <laughs> generator button. And it was like crown of... It was like... Midnight. Midnight. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So who's your favorite character in this book? Dorian. Mort. Obviously. 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 <laughs> I think mine is Baba Yellow Legs, our queen <gasps> of exposition. Not for that reason, just because of what she's come. She's so what, scary. But what, but she's, what, she, what represents, she represents and what's it. coming. Yes. And like zooming out and then zooming in. I love I, also every chapter that she's in, the amount of information you get is True. like you want to go yeah. back and read it. Cause you're like, oh, this is where we learn about witches. This is where we learn about the Vogue. Like so many of these concepts that are going to be like the entire book, mm-hmm. we get in this book. Um, we got mention of Adian. Ash River one time mm-hmm. um, when Dorian's like, I met Aelin once when I was a little kid and his bitch ass cousin and her bitch ass cousin, Adian, who we get one mention of being the king's general. Yeah. And at no point does Selena ever say, 
oh, the leader of your armies for the king that I also work for is my cousin. Right. So, like, that's one of those moments. But where she knows. I mean, she's no, she knows. We know now that she knew. Yeah. But she's not going to talk about it. Yeah. She keeps her secrets. Maybe that's what it means by crown of midnight. Ooh. Cloaked in darkness. Cloaked in darkness. Maybe. <clears throat> yep. She certainly either doesn't know yet because Sarah J. Mass doesn't know yet. Or yeah, maybe not. I mean, but she obviously knows that. <laughs> I mean, she straight up says, I was so surprised by that. We get one mention in the entire book of this character that is going to be huge at another point. And huge. it's her cousin. And we know that he's the general of the king. And we haven't said that at all. But Also, I mean, we have another 19-year-old in a huge power position. Adrian's only 19? I think he's older. He's, he's only a couple years older than... He's got to be like 23. We have to, We can't go by... I know, I know, I we know. We can't go by Shh. our modern rules about, about age. We have naive to go by... Naive or not naive. Then. Titch rules. Yeah. We got to go by Titch rules. So let me explain to you what the Titch rule is. Okay. Titch is the sweetest little boy character in the movie Crawl. And he's like eight. He's like y'all's kid's age. You know what his whole... You know what his job is? He's literally the caretaker from an old man that's almost in hospice. That's his job. Okay. He's so he's never even held a puppy. So he's like an eight year old, but he has like the heart and the like wisdom of a, a grown man. He grew up harsh. What do you it's call very it? Very sad. Battle hardened. Battle hardened. He's battle hardened. Okay. <laughs> so that's what we we use the titch rule. Okay. For their ages. I will not address it again. <laughs> Did you guys get it? Take notes because I'm not repeating. Myself. No, we'll talk about the titrule again, but I'm just saying, like, in these medieval fantasy where they live for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then well, 19's even younger. I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know. It popped into my head. I'm I know. So well, I saw a TikTok the other day. It was really funny. This girl, the, her whole point was like, she's really turned off when the male lead is, um, the morally gray character is like 500 years older, except for our bad boys. Y'all are okay. <laughs> you guys, you suck, but you guys, you're great. You're fine. It's because they yes. still seem young. Yeah, they act young. Yeah. Because it, yeah, it takes a really long time when you're Illyrian to grow the fuck up. Um, but yeah, so this book is slow. It is slow. Yeah. It's right yeah. before Air Fire, which is when things really get kicked off. We have now gone through two, three love interests. We've had three people that we know Alien has had a relationship with. She gets around. I mean. But she's she, only been with Kale. She was yes. with Sam. Well, she was not no. physically with Sam. Her and Sam never consummated. Are you sure? Yeah. Positive. Because we made a big deal about how that she was her says, first time with Kale. Yep. Kale this, was her first time. Oh, interesting. They talk about her being a virgin. Yep. And then she says all she ever did with Sam is kiss. It's butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Anal only. I'm pretty sure butt stuff didn't come up, but it's fine. It's canonical now. I meant hand stuff, but butt stuff's okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it doesn't count if 
it's butt stuff. <laughs> Have you? Right. Do you remember people in high school saying that? Like, Absolutely. She, yeah. I don't think that's a real rule. Like all sex is sex. <laughs> but so. then also, I remember in college, my roommate asking me if you could get pregnant from anal. Yes. Sounds like, yes. absolutely. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Sounds like they had sex ed in the South. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, that's funny. So we do get a little bit of forced proximity relationship in this. Like, her and Kale would never have made it if they weren't, like, forced to be together. Yeah. Right. So I like that they develop this. I think this is also, like, when you are around somebody and you... You like them and you respect them. So you're like, oh, it must be, it has to be like this. Mm -hmm. Then you try it out. And they, you know, they were attracted to each other. I think Kale definitely felt a little bit harder for Selena. Yeah. She was really, like, that mistake that he made, it didn't seem unforgivable to me. No. Especially since she has kept secret from him the fact that if she doesn't do her job, he's going to get fucking killed by the king. Yeah. And she has not at any point told him that. Yeah, or that the king used him as a like a ransom, as yeah. an ultimatum. Which to me feels pretty much similar. But she's also lying about who she actually is as a human being. Or she's not a human right, being. But this affects like his life. Like I know. He could die. And then he sends her off to that other kingdom. And if she doesn't follow through on what she says she's going to do, he's going to die. Yeah, and that was like a circumstantial rage fit though that wasn't necessarily about kale if you put if that had come up at another moment she would not have lost her shit it was her losing another right. person in her life that she cared about on that mm -hmm. level her only friend and i think that nahemia knew exactly who she was oh yeah but don't we think that selena told her who she was too no in the first book she said she told her everything no no not everything but Nahemia knew, she knew. I mean, she knew, she saw the mark, you know. Yeah. She saw the mark on her head in the and first she, book. she had talked about it with Helena, must have. I felt like I had a mark on my forehead for a second. I got so <laughs> confused. Like, Am I, I was like, Aylin? Wait, <laughs> is she nameless? Aylin? Yeah, she's nameless. Yeah. I've got the bastard mark. Yeah, nameless. Remember when Baba was like, Nameless is my price. Yeah. Like, I'm going to eat you, bitch, with my iron teeth. I was like, I'm gonna oh, suck on your gristle. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to brew you up in this cauldron. <laughs> let's, let's I'm going to wear my, <laughs> wear my, my crown of stars and I'm going to suck your bones dry. Let's rewrite um, the two books. Let's, let's us combine three them, make them into one, and rewrite it. Our and own do way. sell it as a fanfic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't feel dumb if you put them together. They feel dumb because she had to make it so slow. Yeah. 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 I'm cool with it, Sarah. I'm cool with it. I don't think they're dumb characters. I'm cool with it, Sarah. Are you? You said they needed to be one book. Like, this book is such a first chapter. It, it is. <laughs> and it just goes so much farther along. It just moves far, farther along. Just She was just we finding her feet. six more. Um. So, do you guys think that Kale is dumb, uh, stubborn to the point of stupidity? Yes. No, I think he's just naive. Oh. You hear my tummy? No. It's the beans and the nerd clusters. <laughs> I thought it was your cord again. No, oh, no, no, not this time. Okay. But I think he's just naive. He's very naive. He's yeah. loyal. And loyal. And his loyalty to the king is really what 
Like he mm-hmm. is stupid, stupidly, stupidly. He's having to face the fact <sighs> that he's the bad stupider. guy. Yeah, yeah, and it's hard to face the fact that you chose wrong, especially when you mm-hmm. gave up your entire life to choose that. Yeah, especially yeah. when you when you believe want in to something, be right? You and want to be he, good, and Dorian is good, and so he's on the right team. Mm-hmm. Dorian is a good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, how about when Dorian's powers show up? That's fun. Like how Nehemia definitely did that. She like drew a symbol on his chest, mm-hmm. and she was like, "So when that." When that cooks, so when something happens, when that dings later. and the timer's done, mm-hmm. you come find me. Mm-hmm. And we'll go through this together. Oh, but I am on a time schedule because I'm I'm going to be dying. I'm going to martyr soon. myself. <laughs> yeah, I know like that I'm going three out. Days. Wait, she wrote something on his body. Yes, yeah, at she the did. Ball? He's he's talking to her, and she's like, she's just chatting with him and just like tracing symbols in the air in front of him, and then she touches his chest and draws a symbol on his chest. Mm-hmm. She released his magic. Yeah. And Shit, y'all. I am so sorry. I completely missed that. That wasn't in my summary. That wasn't in my... I told y'all I subscribed to a summary, like a Sparks note, so yes, that if I need to reread through stuff, that. Yeah. I can do it quickly. Ah, it's fine. I've read these books before. Yeah. Yeah, because right after that, he goes... Or you want me to says, sit in my car for another two hours? <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or read the sparks note. No, right, the sparks note is, is very soft. Yeah, yeah, I know it's but great for stimming. Right after she draws the symbol, that's when he says he feels like something inside of him wakes up. Mm-hmm. Oh, holy! Yeah, so we get a little bit of hints from Assassin's Blade. We hear her talk about Casita, her horse. Yeah, which we will mm-hmm. get to meet again. Little house. Is that what it means? Yeah, that's really sweet. Oh, love that. We get to, um, let's see. Yeah. We get an uprising at Calicola. Yeah, we do. Finally. Which is one of the best parts. To see the impact that Nehemia had on her people and yeah. how they're going to freak out and when she dies. Do, is Duke Parrington raping Caltaine? Is that what is Oh, implied? yeah, 100%. Yes. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wow, okay, wow. Yeah, yeah 100%. And it's then, pretty heavy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you've also got Archer Finn, who is a male escort and gets auctioned off frequently. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. she does that a lot, and she doesn't discriminate on gender nope. identity and who gets. You know, this is a way that people get used and subjected to um, abuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but <clears throat> I think that Otterlon is that it? Otterlin. 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 Um, the king. We don't get much of the king this time. Mm-mm. He shows up a little bit at the end. Yeah. And very he's surprised. He's also a dummy. Yeah. Nobody knows. Selena is hiding it all from everyone. So where do you think it's going, Rachel? Well, we're going on a boat. Yep. To somewhere else. Where they have magic. <laughs> And I was just so happy to be done. I don't remember where we're going, but I'm excited to yeah. go there. God. <laughs> we're out of Rifthold. Yeah. So she's headed to a, a another continent, and yeah. they have magic there. Right. And the Fae still live there. Yeah, they, the like, rule Queen the Maeve. Maeve, yeah. Maeve lives there. Um, and they're problematic. They're resisting efforts to be taken over. Yeah. Yeah. We did get... It, it is really... You know, we do get a better look. I like in... Wow, Kate. Jesus. Okay. Hold on. I like how they said the borders are closed to everyone but women and children. 
Yep. So if a whole family shows up at the border, sorry, dude, can't come in. Yeah. Gotta leave your dad at the door. Dad stays. What if only a dad shows up with children? Well, Do you take the children the and leave children the dad are behind? Now orphans. Hmm. Some bullshit. Think they can just turn around and go back where they came from. They're refugees. Well, <laughs> sometimes refugees have to go back where they came yeah. from. Yeah. Yeah. We get a really, she starts to deviate in this story more that Selena isn't our only focus and our point of view start to be a little bit stronger. I think that we get a better glimpse of Dorian as he starts to grow. Yes. Especially when he splits off and he's let her go and we start to realize, oh, Dorian is going to be a major player. He's also magical. He also has this, um, you know, we can also see him being this, like, incredibly powerful, like, what even is he? He doesn't even know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, And then Kale, and they're all split up in the next book. So we're going to still get their perspectives. And this is where I think she decides that she really, the story can't just be about Selena. Selena and that it really, you know, I think that Sarah J. Mass does a really good job of having teams of people and courts of people and that for us to be you know she's building aelin's court now yeah and developing each of those players so when they all come together it's gonna be awesome yeah and you really (laughs) love them yeah they're gonna be all coupled up too which is really lovely that's what she always does cullens yeah yeah, they couple up like the <laughs> She likes to couple. Yeah, she does like to couple. Yeah, faded mates and... Yeah. We've also got um, a lot of magical objects. Like, magic really blooms in this book. Mm-hmm. One, we get an idea of how the magic works. Everything is word-based. Word. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's word-based, right? Yeah. Right. Um, you know, we get word keys, got word keys. gates. Word marks and enchantments. And we get this explanation of where it came from. There's these three princes that opened a portal and came into this world. We get all this talk about other realms, about universes sitting on top of other universes. Which Selena was like, I don't get it. What? That's okay. She doesn't have to. (laughs) Mort was like, you could be standing at the bottom of the ocean in another universe right now. And she's like. But I'm not standing at the bottom of the ocean. I don't get it. I don't know if she said that. Though. Yes, she does. Go back and we'll listen to it. Okay. I'm yeah. going pull to. That one because up. I swear to God, <laughs> you made that up in your head. Yeah, I don't think that's what More happened. is trying to explain it to her and she's like, the simple shit. You're making all this up. Well, I don't poten- get it. Potentially, potentially. You arbiter of truth doorknob who has yeah. no reason to lie to me. You... Well, and Jersey Mortimer. Yeah. And basically she, so she builds on the multiverse. Yeah. To such an extent that now we're in Crescent City and may still be, you know. We're in Crescent City. We're in Prithian. We're we're everywhere. What's it called? Aurelia. Aurelia. All at one time. Aelin, Bryce, and Farah and Nesta. And maybe Elaine, if she's feeling good that day. <laughs> They're all Elaine sitting in the busy, same like, room at the same time around. being besties. Um, 
Well, Elaine will just be, she'll bring him flowers. You know, Elaine's going to be the best. The next book, with if it's an Elaine POV, she's, we're going to love her. I'm going not to an fall ex- asleep so if it's an Elaine. Can we talk about a little bit of a thing that is a TikTok? Oh, yeah. Like, it's an Akatar discourse, but yes. I, I know about it from paying attention on TikTok, is that um, people think that Pharaoh was a, um, from Pharaoh's perspective and Nessa's perspective, that Pharaoh was an unreliable narrator, and they don't leave a lot of room for the fact that Farah's idea of Reese and Nesta's idea of Reese can be true at the exact same time. Yeah. It doesn't mean that Reese is a bad guy. It doesn't mean that he's evil. It just means that... They are that both true. People see people differently. differently. Yeah. yeah. And so there's this huge discussion about Farah, blah, blah, blah. She couldn't see Reese and Nesta actually did. No, it's just that different perspective. Like, yeah. That's just life. It's because Reese is a very... um unflawed character she tries to make him flawed but it's like oh, he's just so powerful and he's too pretty yeah that's his flaw and he always makes good decisions right and he's he a always master. makes yeah he's actually a master manipulator right. and really strategic mm-hmm. and really smart but those characters his special set of skills is always. that he doesn't make mistakes yeah except for i mean but he they does. always get kickback right because yeah. nobody wants that character so nesta sees him as flawed which, if you want him to be flawed, then Nesta's but the point Nesta's of view you're going to go from. But Nesta's flawed as fuck and projects her flaws on everyone. Right. Which is why Reese is a douchebag in that But book. if you're the type of viewer or media yeah. consumer who doesn't like the perfect male archetype, the Rissan character, the most handsome High Lord, the best High Lord, the flawless High who Lord. Who doesn't like that? There are people. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying they are in this room. Who, who like, doesn't like it? Well, I mean, he's not my dude. Right, but they want to. They don't want an un. They want a morally gray character. He's not morally gray. Nesta sees him as more gray. She sees him as making decisions that well, she, she doesn't support. Well, she sees him as controlling because she lives off his dime, and he doesn't want to put her five hundred dollar champagne bill every right. night. Right, right, five hundred dollar. Sorry, I mean five hundred gold piece. <laughs> so, but a perspective <laughs> exists where that Respect you want that to be more true. Rainbow currency. Yeah. 500 gold coin. <laughs> yeah. The Valerian currency is not the dollar. Excuse me. Um yeah, I t- yeah, yeah totally. Pounds. But that's people I, and I want to learn more about the evil Reese. Um I do not. I do not want to learn more about that, that. He is because people are freaking out. So the next book in Crescent City is called House of um like each one of her books in the Crescent series is named after one of the houses, like in, in their universe. They live in Midgard, which is Earth. Earth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice, nice one, Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's it's very real. Real. It's magical realism. Like, right. They live. They have De- like a city. Like Declan like is one of the most impactful city. characters, and he works with a laptop. Yes. While Bryce is running around with some powerful swords. Yes. Like it's wildly intermixed. Urban fantasy Yeah, with yeah. technology and all that uh-huh. stuff. But House in um, Shadow and Fire is the house that does, um, I think, witches and vampires. Um, and so people are freaking out because they think it's going to be Reese and Aelin because of Shadow and Fire. Anyways, I'm I'm not sure she'll pull Aelin in that fast, but we'll see. Um Anyways, back to Crown of Midnight. Why is it called Crown of Midnight? Um, <laughs> we still didn't unpack that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just because she's sneaking around all night. Yeah, I think so too. You know, they're like, when do you sleep? 
Because she's always down in the tunnels, or she's always like, she does spying on people. Yeah, we get a little all night long. Get a little bit more emphasis on the black rings. We definitely mm-hmm. see that that's pattern. What does that do? Yeah, the obsidian tower, this magical, monstrous creature that has literally been locked in a that I don't. Bl- you just forgot that there was a living man creature in the obsidian clock tower. That's just roaming around, King. Yeah. Well, no he thought name, it was locked away to die, I guess. Right. But, yeah. I don't know. And now I, she has a spell kinda... that can open any door. And lock it. And lock. Yep. And it's a really powerful and it, like, works on anything. Also, but it's, we're like, using really our veins yeah. as ink now. We're just... You know, we yeah. have to cutting ourselves I open and write in. I really hate that. I yeah. hate how often the answer to a, a promise is a blood oath. Yeah, why are we cutting ourselves so much? Because your palms don't heal very quickly Ouch. and you need your hands for everything. <laughs> yeah. So That's Hannah, Matt's biggest pet peeve is when is they do blood the like oaths? grab the blade and pull it out. Yeah. He's always like, that's the worst place to cut yourself. Yeah, He's like, like, back of the hand, back of the arm. He's like, don't cut your palm. You're cut- yeah, <laughs> that's going to take forever. Never gonna- that's why I don't get it. Like, It doesn't have to be that kind of blood oath. You can do like elbow to el- like a COVID blood oath, you know, elbow to elbow. Like <laughs> a COVID blood oath. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I just think. Like, you know how we t- everybody do the touch- British thing where you wrap a string around each other's hands? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, work. anything other than, or like, maybe if magic was back and you guys could heal yourselves um, perfectly, like, yeah. you know, when you're in your fey form, then that's fine. But magic is not back yet and you're still just cutting yourself open all the time. Yeah. I have. I take issue with the blood oath because of the palm cutting. It just doesn't compute. It's a it's low hanging fruit. It is. Yeah. 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 We don't have to put a lot of thought. It's really easy drama. You know this is black magic because I got to use blood to write the symbols. Right. Yeah. Yeah. True okay. that. I mean, all right. Why can't it be spit? I agree. I mean, spit is disgusting, but also (laughs) like if you spit on your hand and then yeah, no, I was thinking about like drawing with symbols. (laughs) 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 So gross. Get a Q-tip. Hang on, hang on. Got a couple just sitting in your cheek. Hang on, let me just. (laughs) So gross. Yeah. yeah, well, I thought we'd have a lot more to talk about, and uh, here we are. I don't know why. We're still in the first chapter. Yep. So I distracted you guys, my vehemence over the crown of midnight. It's okay. No, it's good. It's all good. It we, is all we good. We need to hear the other side. And we're excited. Well, you guys are excited about the new Crescent City book, so that's yeah. distracting. Yeah, I am really excited about it. I'll be real, real mad if the next Court of Thorns and Roses book is not an Asriel book. I they I need some as I think that is but you know that doesn't come out till two thousand and seven. That's gone though. We've already passed two thousand and seven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean twenty seven. Twenty five. No, there I've seen a date for a, a court of thorns and roses six. Okay, stop mobbing at me. <laughs> <I can't> <laughs> <see>. <laughs> But she has shit on Asriel for five bucks. But that's the thing. It'll be fine. We're going to get an ass book. 500 years. More let him carry a torch for her for 500 fucking years. Yeah, that was a lot. More was a lot. Why was she so scared to come out? 
I don't know. You're For in the freaking rainbow city. Years. That's what I mean. I kind of get it. She's like, oh, I didn't want to make him mad. Well, you let him wait for you. So I think there's more to that. And we, I don't think he's as dumb as we think we are. I think we're misreading his. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's dumb for this. I'm totally mad at more for this. But I think we're going to learn more about that. Because. More about more. Yeah. More again. Maybe it's the more again. About why for 500 years she just couldn't say, Asriel, I love you as a friend, but I'm a lesbian and I'm never going to love you like that. Yeah. It's not that hard on I, mean, I just did she it. She can trust him. I know. It took 10 you seconds. just did it. I just but did it. But what is she so scared of? I mean, she did get split open when she lost her V Listen, to Cassian. At, at this point, they've all been eviscerated at least once. I think, Shredded. I think the only character, Cassian had his entrails hanging out. Shredded to ribbons several Shredded times. Yeah, ribbons. the only person who hasn't maybe is Elaine, and that's about it. That's because she gardens and bakes. She but gets she kidnaps a, one time. But she does do does bad bitch stuff. I mean, she does. She just doesn't want stab to. I respect Hibern. Elaine's like, look, y'all are fine. You have all these superpowers. You want to change the world. I'm going to change the world by just being really nice. I, I really mm-hmm. can't wait to get her POV, though. I want to get inside her head. And Asriel's. I think we'll get. What if, what if Crescent City 3 is got a lot of Azrael's POV since he played such an essential role in that moment. That would yeah. make more sense and with he, the shadows. He, yeah, and he ha- he carries Truth Seeker. True. Doesn't it say truth on it? It doesn't. Not in this book. <laughs> okay. It's not that overt. <laughs> you know what makes me sad about Elaine is I, I don't like the idea that you can mate with someone one-sided. So you have Lorcan. Right. Who like Lucian. Sh- Lucian. Lorcan is in this book. Okay. With yeah. a lead. Wrong series. <laughs> yeah. Get it to fucking gather. Lorcan Anna. the lead. Lucian <laughs> Elaine. Yeah. Yeah. Um Lucian. <laughs> Lucian. 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 Yeah. You know, that's not fair. How can, well, her, how can she, one person Rachel her mate system some, is super problematic? She's had some really good points about this. Why don't you go over that again with us? Okay. <laughs> do you remember what you said? I did. I do remember what I said. So her the way she set up the mate system in A Court of Thorns and Roses is it's the best is it's the best possible outcome for offspring. So it's always right. driven by whether or not you're going to be producing the next best generation of fae or whatever which is why we yes. sans parents right which is up. why you don't always like them which means if you are not cisgendered heterosexual you will never be with your mate yeah which is fucked up because you cannot produce offspring and it's honestly right. a plot hole because she doesn't write her worlds to not in- be inclusive right right so i mean her intention is you know what I mean? Like, she tends to be, try to be inclusive. Yeah. So you will always only mate with, if you're female, you'll only ever mate with a male. And if you're male, you'll only ever eat with a female. So she has to set it up so yeah. that you don't have to be with your mate because otherwise she can only have heterosexual couples mm-hmm. in this book, in that whole book series. And yeah, it that's just, not going to work. Nope. Yeah. Which is... Oh my God, there's a theory that Tamlin... And Amarantha were mated. Duh. 
Ew. Well, that would explain why she was obsessed with obsessed him. Obsessed with him. And why he, otherwise, I'm yeah, sorry, otherwise, but what why? were we what were we fighting so hard for? I don't know. That's why that's yeah. why people said that. I was like, oh, I love that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, can you imagine if Tamlin was fighting his mate? Like he was fighting yes. his like your mate connection. was evil. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I do she like has that. she has to have it. I wouldn't it has to be problematic. I wouldn't mind a tampon redemption arc. Did you say tampon? Oh, was it Tamlin? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Did, that, did I say that? I know. I saw somebody was like, "Look, let's have a let's have the discussion. Is does Tamlin deserve a redemption arc?" I think so. Everybody does. Yeah, I think eh. so too. I mean, Amarantha doesn't. Amarantha doesn't. She's no. dead. So, Hibern negative. Well, that's because she writes her villains extremely just evil. They're just evil, evil, evil. Yeah. And Tamlin's one of the ones that we're supposed to see as villainous, but we didn't see him as and villainous And a lot of us beginning. did like Tamlin a lot in our first book reading. Rachel saw through it, but I did not. My girlfriend, Jennifer, who's just reading it, she loves Tamlin. She doesn't even know. She started Mist and Fury today, and I was like, how far are you in? <laughs> You're like, when can we talk hey, about it? when you get to chapter 16, can you please text me? Because <laughs> that's right after she meets the inner court. And, like, that's my favorite chapter when they go to dinner. Yeah. And they're all sitting around and Cassian just, like, talks about how they all met. I love that chapter so mm-hmm. much. But I, she goes, I just read some smut. And I was like, with Tamlin? And I was like, oh, yeah, hot Tam? <laughs> like, trying to not spoil it for her. Trying to not. Because yeah. she hasn't looked at any of the fan art. So she's not spoiled it Good. for herself. Yeah. You really can't look at fan art. No. and. You can't. Yeah. See, I when I was reading it for the first time, my um, sister had already read it, so she would ask me at what point point I was in the book, and she would send me appropriate fan art for the moment I was in. Right. So unless nice. you have someone that's willing to do that for you, <laughs> then yeah. just forget it. Don't look at any. Yeah. Well, I read all of Throne of Glass before Akutar. Same. So I knew. That I was supposed to be looking for a winged man because of that crossover in the last book. Yes. yes. So that that's she spoiled that book for me because mm-hmm. I was like, Tamlin doesn't have Sarah. wings. He's a beast with horns. He's I want to know. There's more. Beastie. There's more to Tamlin. Like I want there to be more to Tamlin. Me too. I want Tamlin to experience a mating bond so that he has this like emotional arc where he's like oh my god i was a douche i only yeah i only want him to just so that he'll feel bad like i want him to recognize what it means i i want him to understand that genuine connection so yeah so that he can come reach this next level of Mm -hmm. emotional intelligence and apologize yeah well if we let him stew or save the day like if we continue to let him stew so long that like at this point he has become the weakest link in what they're trying to yeah. do. And if they don't give him a Alliance. redemption arc, if they just let him be <clears throat> evil because of what Feyre did to him, Feyre becomes villainous because she went All so... All heroes in time become villains if you live forever. Well, she was so scor- scorched earth with Tamlin that she didn't leave anything for him to cling to. And she has literally created this hole that now they don't know how to fill. Mm-hmm. 
to fill it with some water wolves. With because he's given up on everything. He's just like he doesn't change out of his beast form. He just he's he dismissed. Beast court. He did show up and like I mean he tried to shame helps. her, try to slut shame her. Yeah, which was not real <laughs> yes. helpful. Funny. <laughs> that that whole high. The high, what are the, the high lord meeting? Oh my yeah. god, that's the funniest thing. Like, There's thanks, so Tamlin. many like memes about it. It's the most entertaining thing. I love thing. it. It yeah. is the most entertaining yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like, thanks, Tamlin. I literally had sex in front of the entire night court the other day when yep. she was sitting on Resan's lap yep, and she's basically. just like, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, for sure. Nice try. Yeah, yeah. Like, no one cares. That's not even cool anymore. No. What is it, 2010, Tamlin? <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. It's 223. 2007? <laughs> is it 2007? Yeah. When your book comes out? Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. find out. He, I guess he's got to have something. I just... Bleh. I would love... I yeah. mean, and I don't think we're going to get Azriel and Elaine. It's too, like... <sighs> It's too perfect. You can't pair each of them up. You can't pair each sister up with one of the guys. Yeah. Yep. What if his mate is in... I, I want them to have, like, cross-universe mates. Okay. So, in that case, I put Elaine with Kale. <laughs> Kale's married. Don't care. <laughs> Okay, you can't but do they're that. Not reverse in that harem, universe. No, you can't you can't do that. Fine. Try again. What about um everyone's already coupled up. There's no that's not single true. men. What? The little merman. You could do the merman. Yes, we do Let's have a merman. Thelion? Thalian? Yes. Thelio. Does he even have the proper equipment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He is a man. He's a mm-hmm. man and a mermaid. He has to oh, actually dip himself in water every gotcha. day, so gotcha. that he can. Um, yeah, he can leave the water for a certain amount of time. Okay, but and if he stays out, like, oh, and actually, the way that like that last splash, correct? Yes. Okay. Splash. One hundred percent. Okay. So, and the way that that <laughs> book actually ends up, we don't know if he made it to the water. Yes. Yeah. Can he just pour a glass of water on himself? No, no. It has to be the magical water of the river oh. or the seas. Yeah. Oh. It has to be magically. So you imbued. can't just be like. Just it has to be imbued with magic. Is that all right? Can I, can I use that word that like that? Imbued with magic? Yeah. Does that work? Yeah. Okay, cool. Imbued. Sometimes I just take chances. <laughs> it's fine. Opening. It's, it felt right. Get messy. Hoping. Take chances. <laughs> Hoping. Hoping. No. That, the, <laughs> that it will work out grammatically. It's fine. It's fine. The only miss this time so far is it's not 2007. No, nope. so yeah, to go. you're doing really well. I was doing okay. Um, yeah, Elaine with or just Elaine on her own. She was promised to a prince, right? She grew up thinking she had to be a princess, so she's always acted like that. Like for like, let her not mate with anybody. Yeah, yeah. she still loves her her mortal man that gave her the iron ring. Yeah. I posted a story the other day. It was a clip. Did you see that one? No, let me look. Oh, Maybe. it was a story. I don't know if it's stuff there, but it was like Elaine and Nesta and Pharaoh's talking to them. And they're like, we almost died. We got dipped in the cauldron. She's like, but did you die? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, well, no, it was a really wait. hard day. She's like, but did you die, though? Can you send it to me? I'll have to find it again. Okay, can you just. You're fine. <laughs> can you just... But did you die? 
Who says did you die? Oh, it was from the like Pharaoh. Oh they yeah, get, they get dipped in the cauldron and they're like, yeah. oh no, we're immortal and really powerful and traumatized. She's now. like, but yeah, did you die? But did you die though? Did you? Because I I've died. Did you die? Like I died, literally. Like I heard my back break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then my body, my my soul left my body and floated over me, and I saw myself from above. Died, dead. Yeah. Dead. My soul was floating in the universe. Yeah, I we, was in Rasan's head for and a then little while. Recent, 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 recent pulled me back. Oh, recent. Okay, so nine thirty. Oh, we gotta go. Um, this is great. So we're gonna read Air of Fire. We're gonna get back together in two weeks. We're yep. gonna read Air of Fire. We're gonna try. Follow us on Instagram. Rachel is a fucking trend setter. <laughs> Um, Instagram content tells you've me never that. seen before. Every time I post a reel, I get the trendsetter patch. I know. And I'm like, why? Because it's not like anything else on the internet. What did I oh do? Your algorithm doesn't recognize it as something they've already seen. It's a wonderful thing. It's wonderful. Yeah. So Thank we're gonna you. um, we're gonna um. Oh, that's really. We're cool. going to book three. We're going to book three. Hopefully, Rachel will. Emotionally connect with some of these characters so that the next 16 weeks aren't um, really challenging. And we don't have to fight every time we're on the Pure podcast hell. about how much I love it Discuss. and how much she We had it. a discourse. And yeah, I have that's to true. Between we had you guys a civil crying. discourse. Yeah. <laughs> Please, guys, don't fight about it. It's it's I'm not fighting. I, look how cool this is in the right here. That's so neat. Civil discourse. That's what it was. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I just want to make sure that all parties are represented. I think it did good. Yeah. You guys did great. You do wonderful. Well, I hope we keep listening. And we'll see you next time, guys. You can follow us, Rachel. You can follow my producer, Rachel. Instagram. That's Strange and Beautiful Book Club. No, well, the Patreon. And Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out some Patreon-only content. I haven't sorted that out yet. But once I do, all four Patreons will be getting some pretty Patreon sweet stuff. This only content. Kate chewing nerds. ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. the nerd clusters of that <laughs> the loudest candy on earth wait, no I see, I see. you tell your story i won't do it until you're okay talking. well i'll wait till you're done crinkling in the bag okay you think it'll pick it up i don't know just the- turn your head and chew <laughs> oh yeah definitely <laughs> you are listening to a strange and beautiful network podcast a network of shows focusing on unscripted discussions that promote positive but honest engagement with all the weird and wonderful topics that make our hearts happy.
I want to take a moment to express my heartfelt gratitude to all our listeners. Your continuous support and engagement mean the world to us. So if you're enjoying the show, make sure to spread the love. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Strange and Beautiful Network to stay updated on the latest episodes, behind-the-scenes peaks, and exclusive content from all our shows. You can also find additional ways to support this show on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash strange and beautiful network. By becoming a patron, you'll gain access to bonus episodes, early releases, our Discord channel, and other exciting perks. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.